Welcome to episode six of Trivial Arguments. We'll do some trivia and we'll, of course, get into some arguments. I'm here with my friend Kevin Sheeran. No relation to Ed, but he is more talented. I have to admit, I don't know if I've ever called you Kevin, so that felt super gross, and I'm never going to do that again. I'm going to call you by your birth name, which is Casey. So hello, Casey. Hello, Lenny. Glad to be on again. Again? What? This is the first time. <laughs> Casey was a part of that unknown episode that nobody got to hear because it, it was very much a trial run, and only two out of the three members that were on that podcast are, have been allowed back since. <laughs> If you hear the name Billy, he's on probation. <laughs> he's got two strikes already. But maybe at some point when I'm, you know, rich and famous, I'll be able to throw him a bone and get him back on. But who knows? What I do know is that the um, Sox are just a little bit better than the Cubs, but not not by much. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. You know, the competition is a little bit different. We don't get to play the Pirates as much as uh, as you do. And skate by them. I think they have, well, they have a losing record, I, I, I think, against Pittsburgh twice, if I'm remembering correctly. So they've played Pittsburgh probably six games, and they've lost, I think, four. So that's super cool because everybody's like, oh, well, Pittsburgh, they should be able to just run through. And I was like, which Pittsburgh? The Pirates? <laughs> I was like, no, the, the Pittsburgh Pirates are pretty good. <laughs> it's, it's a little silver lining to – that we lost three or four to the angels who are, you know, seven wins, you know, they're, they're looking pretty hot. Otani's playing great baseball. Trout is doing trout things. You so Mike Trout's worst season was like 286. And he said that, you know, he, he couldn't wait to get back to like basics. And I was like, if this man is batting 286 <laughs> and he's saying that he's slumping, I was like, the rest of the league is completely screwed. I would kill for a 286 slump. Uh, for someone on the White Sox right now, so yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like he just sounded like a real jerk. I was like, if, if I was anybody listening to it, I'd be like, all right, screw this guy. Like he's like he's, he's probably the nicest guy in the world. But I was like, you didn't have to say that shit. That that was just annoying. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the difference between playing Pittsburgh and playing the Angels is, I mean, the Angels are supposed to be, you know, winning the AL West at the end of the at the end of the season, mm-hmm. and Pittsburgh is supposed to be just god awful. And it's us that's got awful. How exciting is it? I, I think ESPN had the Cubs at uh, 22nd in the power rankings. White Sox were at 13. Um, Cubs are lighting it up with their 164 batting average that at one point MLB pitchers were batting better than 164. So that, that's always good to know that the guys that have, you know, minimum like two plate appearances, you know, a season or whatever, these starters in the National League that, they're batting better than guys who are, you know, supposedly all slumping again at the same time. And I was like, ah, I mean, I, I used to be one of those idiots that was like, no, like, what are the odds that they're all going to be slumping at the same time again? Like, these players are good. And it's like, no, I'm pretty sure these players are who we thought they were, and they're terrible. I've heard you say that phrase too many times. Well, that's what I mean. Like, like how many seasons can we go by to be like, well, if they all get it back together, <laughs> like, if they're all good at the same time then, I mean, they're just going to light it up. But yeah, the definition of insanity is doing the same shit over and over again and expecting different results. So then being, the fact that they have four wins, I think, is astonishing. So, I mean, if they go four and six for the rest of the season, they'll end up with just under 70 wins. 
So you're not, you're, I mean, you're not wrong. Four wins with one of the worst offenses in the league. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the silver linings, the fact that they have four wins with their terrible offense, I guess that should be the, you know, remarkable. They're finding what they're finding ways to win when they shouldn't. Well, I know the offense has a hundred strikeouts in 10 games. So, I mean, when you're averaging 10 strikeouts a, a game. Oof. And my, my biggest issue with all this, I'm a big bias fan. I know he's not as good as he should be or was probably ever was. So are we going to get right into that throw that he had? That throw? Yeah. Well, I, know- I, I like looked at the corner of my eye and I was like, who the hell threw that ball? And I was like, oh, God. I was like, and I have Casey on the pod tomorrow. He did not text you and save this, save this conversation for this podcast right now. The restraint I had was amazing. Well, now I'm watching. He just made some spectacular throw to second right now. So, <laughs> yeah, he he launched he launched that thing twenty rows back. Yeah, well, he's probably pissed off. I'd be pissed off too if you're the best hitter and you strike out, you know, six times in a three game series or you know twice a game, whatever the math adds up to. But no, my biggest issue with Baez is he has his stupid home run swing where the ball almost bounces and he hits it out of the park. And then people are like, look how good he is. But then if he misses that ball, everybody's like, is this guy an absolute moron? Why what is this? At that pitch? And I'm like, you know, it's the same pitch that he hit out of the park yesterday. So if everybody just stops being like, oh, like what a great swing. Like, oh, are the masters today? Like he golfed that one. I'm like, no, there was a terrible swing and stop rewarding him for every one and every you know 16 of those at bats that he hits a home run off of it everybody goes nuts he does have one of the most electric home run swings though i mean when it when it's gone it's gone there's like yeah, no he, doubt about it he does stupid stuff like that and i'm pretty sure he leads the team in home runs back check right now uh ba, ba, ba. yeah three home runs with Chris Bryant, who is also supposed to be slumping, but he's doing great right at the inopportune time that now the Cubs are going to be like, oh, well, now we need to sign Chris Bryant for $200 million and call it a day. And they're not going to pay Rizzo, and they're just going to be terrible. But Like I said, I haven't been following too much Cubs. Uh, you know, this early in the season, haven't really heard anything, but – to follow like following the White Sox, like I'm like there's so many like unlikely heroes. So like like Where how you said German come out of nowhere. Your your mean Mercedes is just loves to hurt baseballs. Yeah. He I don't, I don't know what his issue is, but uh Adam Eaton's I think leading the league leading the team in uh home runs. Yeah, he has three home runs, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Adam Eaton's leading the team in home runs. <laughs> I mean, but then you got uh Mankata who that guy loves to strike out. Yeah, and he's he's kind of like the, uh, you know, when he when he hits one and it's good. Oh man, this guy's good. And when he's when yeah. he strikes out ten he times, almost, he almost reminds you. It's like, oh yeah, like I I, I told you guys he was good. <laughs> it's the same guy you can shit on the day before and be like, they got to get rid of this scrub. <laughs> like Abreu's hitting just over two hundred, but I mean the guy's a former MVP, so I'm not worried about him going yeah. down a slumping hole, if you will. Who have they been having primarily at DH? Because it's not Vaughn. People are losing their mind. That they're Mercedes. Not, not playing Vaughn. I figured it had to be Mercedes. Vaughn, Vaughn, Vaughn's been doing left field, uh, which, 
I mean, I, th- you, I mean, you can throw you out in left field and it'll be fine. I mean, left field is the put him somewhere just to take up space position. That's why your boy Eloy uh, was playing that position because don't need the best glove to, to be there. Well, I, uh, I blame all the White Sox fans and I blame myself, who's a Cub fan. I blame you guys primarily because you guys are like, he can't play the outfield. He shouldn't be in the outfield. Louise is catching all of his fly balls and he's putting his arms behind his back. So he sees this ball and he's like, oh man, I'm getting this ball. And then he hops the fence and then he uh, tears his labrum and everybody on Twitter is like, why would he go for that ball? And I'm like, you guys told him to. <laughs> it's your fault. This man no. had himself convinced that he's a terrible outfielder because he is. We'll be back, uh, hopefully before uh, postseason. I yeah, don't want they cut the recovery time down from like six months to like four to five, or yeah, that could essentially mean nothing. But I mean, it's an extra twenty games, maybe at the back end. The early injuries aren't that alarming anymore. Like Tim Anderson's coming back Thursday. I'm very happy with that because that infield defense and his bat. I mean. I think Danny Mendick's been playing short. Does that sound right? Lurie. Did Lurie play some short? Yeah, Mendick. Yeah, it's kind of throwing anyone out there right now. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the David Ross approach. I'm sure Lil Roos is probably doing the same thing. Like, oh, you guys aren't, you know, it's not working out. Let me switch the lineup. Let me switch players. And then it's like none of these guys are going to get into a groove if you keep, you know, switching positions or switching, you know, players in the lineup. I mean – it's 10 games. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're – 10 games, I'm not overthinking it. 162-game season. Right. I mean, it, obviously, if we were – you know, each team was 10-0, and 0, like, oh, man, this team is the greatest team in the world. It's just like spring training. It only matters if you're doing good. Yeah. I mean, what's-his-face is – sounds like he's back to, you know, throwing the ball past pretty much everybody. Kopech? I mean, I, I drafted him late in almost every fantasy draft because people forgot about him. And I was like, uh, no, he's back to what he uh, potentially, you know, was supposed to be. I was like, uh, I'll take him. I did miss the beginning of the game yesterday and wasn't able to see a lot of uh, of him pitching. But, uh, I mean, I think they, they only let up three runs in the entire game. I don't know how he did. Wasn't able to catch that stat line. He's given up no runs. He's pitched six innings in three games, 11 strikeouts. Six innings in three games? Uh, Yeah, so he's played played in three games, six innings, or 6.1, I should say. He's given up one hit, walked two, struck out 11. He's faced 22 batters, and he struck out half of them. He's not going long into games, though. No, I mean, that could also be that they're trying to ease him back to, you know, isn't he supposed to be mm-hmm. a starter? Was that? He's supposed to be a starter? Yeah, he's a starter. Yeah, before he got injured, he was supposed to be a starter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, that could just be load management. I mean, 10 games into the season, I'm assuming at some point they'll probably, you know, start getting his, you know, giving him a couple more innings and stuff like that. So, I mean, he should be fine. There's, there's a lot of things to be grateful for. You know, when the White Sox got Lance Lynn, I was like, is he like, you know, like, why was he like this, like, hot, you know, 
free agent or trade target. And I'm like, that makes no sense. Lance Lynn is like a hundred years old and overweight. But uh, then you saw last Thursday's game where complete game shutout. Yeah, I mean, Lance Lynn is one oh Yeah, I don't know if he's given up any runs. Let's see. Um, no, gave it up no runs. So, what do I know? <laughs> you know who's got the best ERA on the Cubs right now? Jake Arrieta. <laughs> <laughs> so anything is absolutely possible. I mean, he had played his best baseball in Chicago. So, I mean, he's also like 34, 35, but if he can have, you know, some glimmer of what he used to be or what he was with us, mm-hmm. any complaints? That was a random free agent signing that to put him as a fifth starter if he starts sucking. I mean, essentially there just to pass the time, but if he's going to be our best pitcher. I'm fine with that. I, I dust off my uh, Jake Arrieta 49 jersey. Don't even have to reprint it. It's super nice. You just have to dig it out of the out of the closet. Uh, I, I I was rocking my uh, Ed Meaton number one uh, jersey to the uh, home opener, and uh, really contemplating putting like duct tape, like duct tape a two next to it, and uh, just no, this is twelve. I totally just got this jersey this year. Do they even sell Adam Eaton jerseys at the, at the park? Seems like one of those that's like ah. Rec- if you request it, we'll make it. But <laughs> or they're like whispering, they're like, Adam, you're not on the team. Oh, okay. Uh yeah. <laughs> well, he's not the team, he's leading the team in home runs. So yeah. I mean it again, you look at 10 games and it's e- easy to make assumptions, but I mean yeah. everything seems backwards. This is the third team that we're playing. Right. You know. Still so early in the game. Like, I, I don't think we play Minnesota until the middle of May. Yeah. Well, hopefully like, that's, that's past what's-his-face, Byron Buxton, who's lighting it up for Minnesota. Hopefully he calms down because, yeah. Terrifying wins. That'll be a, a nice uh, a nice player to, to miss. Who's uh, uh, who's leading the NL Central? Is it the Brewers? Um, the NL. Oh no! No, it's, uh, yeah. So Cincinnati Reds. Castellanos keeps hitting home runs, and nobody can stop him. And that's a d- deep drive to left by Castellanos. And that uh, was a three nothing ball game or four nothing ball game. <laughs> four nothing ball game. Four nothing. I I don't know if I'll uh, be back on this broadcast, but uh, <laughs> that's a deep drive. <laughs> Good old Thom Brenneman. <laughs> uh, that's a deep cut, folks. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be back. <laughs> but uh, you mentioned that you were at the um, – I'm assuming that was the, the home opener home opener because they opened in Los Angeles, right? Or not or, – Yes. Uh, and, how, how was yeah. that one? Because it was 32 for our home opener. Uh, Two-hour rain delay uh, that continued to rain and drizzle throughout your game. Yeah. Uh, but got gave me plenty of time to drink some beers uh, – you know, to before the game, to warm up for the uh, for the nice fifty degree rain that was coming down, but yeah. it was great to be back. Like the like so many little things that you that I took for granted. Like, I mean, I w- walking in and hearing the uh, the stadium announcer's voice, I'm like, oh my god, Gene Honda, I miss this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's probably used to just talking to himself, just to 
to warm up. He's probably walking around the house just, you know, <laughs> just saying the lineup card. And his wife's probably like, can you, like, shut up? He's like, I'm practicing. We're back on Monday. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and I mean, I mean, it's cliche, but the, the, I mean, the smell of the park, the sound of the bat cracking, you know, the, the yeah. cheer of the fans. You kind of gauge, I mean, I know you, like, you being a season ticket holder, too, it's, I'm sure it was a lot harder for you than it was for me, who I'm happy to go to seven, eight games in a year. I mean, my but, most important thing that I'm wondering is when is Dollar Hot Dog Night back? Because I, I know yeah. that they got fans in the park now, so I'm waiting for them to be like, all right, now we're bringing back promotions because the Cubs don't give you anything. You could be a season ticket holder and they make you wait for two hours outside and it's a keychain. Whereas the White Sox are giving out like zip up hoodies and bobbleheads and whatever else. Like, oh, you didn't get one? Oh, do you want another one? Yeah, you can take another one. Great merch there. Yeah, that's a that's why I was like, you know, I don't know if I'd ever go back in time and switch fandoms, but I would definitely consider it just for all the for all the merch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hoodies are sixty dollars, and you get them with your dollar hot dog night uh, ticket that was seven bucks. So, yeah, the uh, Hawaiian shirt night that's uh, that's always a popular one. Uh, they got the the hoodie. They'll get they got jersey nights that they just give out like blank jerseys and yeah, what? it's definitely they they do what they can to get the fans in there. They 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 try. You can't knock them for trying. No, I mean I like I said I, I have no issue. I'm obviously a Cub fan, but I mean if if there's an opportunity to go to a White Sox game, I don't even care who they're playing. Well, I guess if they're playing the Cubs, then obviously you know I'll root for them, but. I'm not going to actively root for the White Sox, but I'll show up for dollar hot dog night if, if it means, you know, we can hang out and drink $12 beers and whatever else. If they're playing the Cardinals, are you well, rooting for the White Sox? If they're playing the Cardinals, um, I don't know if I'm rooting for either one. <laughs> well, no, I, I'm rooting for the Cardinals. You want an 18 inning game where everyone gets yeah. tired, they burn right. out their bullpens. And... I'm rooting for a tie. <laughs> At, at this point, I don't know. Well, I still hate the Cardinals, but I was going to say, I don't know if, if I'd rather the White Sox beat the Brewers or the Cardinals, but it's definitely the Cardinals. Yeah. Assholes in their town is boring. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the Card- Card- Cardinals fans, man, the best, best fans in baseball. Come on, what are you talking about? No, <laughs> I've been at their stupid ballpark. I felt that eye roll right there. <laughs> yeah, I almost just ended the podcast right now. I was like, you know what? We're this is the portion where we just argue. <laughs> There'll be no trivia tonight. There's no time. <laughs> It'll be which, you know, first of all, they did some stupid poll on Twitter that was like, which is the best fans in baseball or whatever. Cubs were knocked out by San Diego. I was like, well, that's stupid. Not that the Cubs are the best fans in baseball, but well, you're telling me the but- San Diego Padres have better fans than the Cubs. All right. Out of fair. The White Sox do have a great uh, Twitter presence. The White Sox fans. The White Sox got to the final four. Yeah. It was White Sox, Rays, and then it was Brewers and... Rays? Yeah. What? It was Rays versus White Sox, and then it was Brewers versus... Um, I believe it was... Well, whoever it was, I know that the... Oh, it was San Diego. Yeah, so San Diego versus Milwaukee. Milwaukee won... And they played the Rays in the finale. And then the Brewers won as the best fans in baseball. I was like, you got to be shitting me. Wrigley North 
<laughs> us Cub fans who are keeping the stupid lights on at your dumb park. Best fans in baseball. I was like, you know, Dude, we're the ones who are showing up, right? It's not them. I can't, I can't believe the Rays were in it. I mean, I know they just were in the World Series, but like, have you ever been to that stadium or like? Have you ever like, talked to a Rays fan? <laughs> like they're like like they don't have fans because I mean I don't blame them because like, all right, if it's a summer night in July in Tampa, would you rather go to a beach or go to a dome to watch a baseball? Like you want to be outside. Yeah. And that's also like the um, retirement, like central. Yeah. So most of these yeah, people are all like inning so they can either go to dinner or go to bed. <laughs> oh, we got uh, the seventh inning supper stretch, you know? <laughs> all right, yeah. it's 2 30, time for supper. Yeah. Readjust the belt on your khakis for the seventh inning stretch and pick out your, your favorite recliner. Oh, that's reliever. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've never been to um wherever they play i know Have it's, you, uh, tropicana. is it Sunrite park or whatever that's called isn't it tropicana still oh yeah maybe i know milwaukee just changed their stupid park to something else but which how all, all circles so what say how that didn't say miller like i don't I, know I, I don't. it's somebody either outbid miller which is Pretty like pretty impossible, or Miller just gave it up. But they have a brewery there, so how the hell did Miller get like outbid, or why would they yeah. give it up? But yeah. there's fans in baseball. So <laughs> what do we know? <laughs> how was uh, your opening day experience? I know you said it was cold, and uh, and I know they couldn't hit that day. But how was it just being back? Um, I mean, it was definitely nice because it was me and my dad. And I mean, for him, you know, it's probably more important to him to be out there than it was for me, because hopefully I'll outlive him. So um, he likes to think that he should have just died in 2016 because he's like, this team is just trash again. He's like, I thought we were like at, at the top of the mountain. And then I thought we were going to be done with this bullshit. It's supposed to be a dynasty. Yeah. And he's like, I, I get to live for them to suck again. He's like, that's that's garbage. And he's like, whatever. He's like, that. The last Cubs team that I ever saw was the 2016 Cubs. Everything else is a, is just a a, a blur. Were you with your uh, your old man in 16 when they won? Yeah, like the actual like like game seven. Yeah, yeah. So we were sitting in the living room, and it was the it was the most difficult game that didn't have to be difficult at all. They were absolutely cruising, and I'm like, these idiots are going to find a way to screw something up. Joe Madden is going to do his best Joe Madden The best thing baseball did for Joe Madden's sake was restrict the amount of pitching changes you could do <laughs> because he out-chessed himself. He was literally playing chess by himself, like one of those old people in the park. It's like, it, it doesn't have to be this difficult. It's, that's exactly what Kevin Cash did uh, in the last World Series, too. He pulled Blake Snell? You take on Blake Snell when he's dealing. like Right. Hendricks was, was rolling. And he takes him out and puts in Lester. And then, you know, from there, then the game's tied. And he's like, you know, screw this. Like, I'm going to bed. And then I can hear him turn the radio on in the bedroom. So I was like, there's no way. I mean, any sane person, if the game's tied, it's game seven of the World Series, and you're going to bed and you're just like, well, I'll just wake up with the result. I was like, no, that, that's you're absolutely sleep. Yeah, that's absolutely insane. So he goes and he like lays down and I can hear him listen to the radio. 
and the TV is like two seconds delayed from the radio. So I know that he's hearing what's happening before we're seeing it. So then all of a sudden, you know, it's the, there's the rain delay and then the 10th inning, all of a sudden he comes like stumbling out of the bedroom. And I was like, well, this is either going to be good or bad. And he's like, honestly, guys, like, like we're either going to win as a team, we're going to lose as a team. And all of a sudden the Cubs go up seven, six, and then it's eight, six. And I was like, yeah, you knew you didn't just come out here, you know, it was like, Oh, I guess we'll win or lose as a family. I was like, no, you knew they were winning again. <laughs> like that's when you came stumbling out of your room. Yeah. I mean, he started like, you know, when they won, he started crying and he's like, I didn't even buy any old style. I thought that was going to jinx it. So we shared like a, like a Miller light. Cause he's like, I'm not going to drink all this. He's like, I, I, I'm too like rattled. I, I can't drink a full beer. I mean, I ended up going to the bar afterwards and he probably just went back to bed. I was like, Oh, thank God. And then probably had the best night's sleep he's ever had in his entire life, knowing that he would wake up and the team wasn't garbage, at least for a day. Did, so yeah. Did you parade? Did I go to the parade? No. So I was sick. And I should have just crawled my way to the parade. I mean, yeah, because I, I know I'm, I'm, I met up with uh, Sean and yeah. uh, and Alice and uh, Peter. No, Peter wasn't there, oh, was yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, Peter was at a fat camp. We like was, to call it. I, th- I think I think it was more we met up with. I, I can't remember. Yeah, that sounds right. I remember getting all those phone calls like, "Are you coming?" And I was literally like. I had the flu or I had something. And it was like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. So quickly after the best thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. And I was like, I should have just had, had you guys just drag my body to I, wherever the stupid parade was. I went with my, with two of my friends that are Cub fans and just treated it as a party. Everyone was in such high spirits. It was such a good day. I'm like, I don't even like the Cubs. Like, this is awesome. Yeah, well, everybody was worried that, like, you know, if the Cubs ever won the World Series, but they just burned the city down. And I was like, I don't think anybody wanted to do anything to, like, ruin this moment. So mm-hmm. I, think I was like, I'm going to break shit. You were just like, I don't want to do anything that's going to jeopardize this moment for the rest of my life. If they won a second one, then yes, shit's going <laughs> to burn. Yeah, then limp biscuits, you know, break shit. <laughs> that first one was just like, oh, my God. I say first one because it might be the last one, <laughs> but hopefully. You, but. What were you saying to me? No, just go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, you know, there were still some people that were climbing light poles and, you know, flying the W flags from the pole, which th- those are my least favorite people in the entire world. When you walk past somebody's house and the W flag is hanging and it's like, no, that doesn't need to be out 24 seven. That's out when they win. Like, you are the reason why this team is garbage. <laughs> Put your stupid flag indoors. Yeah, I was able to see a couple people uh, fall off a light pole. That was pretty enjoyable for me. Yeah, I mean, th- there's always going to be a couple of them. Everybody kind of, like, had the silent agreement, like, oh, we're just going to we're just gonna let this moment play out. It's fantastic. We're all crying together because we're so excited. And it's like, let's not have any jerk you know, try to take this moment from us. I think that they said that they were anticipating, you know, hundreds of arrests or whatever. And it was only like in the teens. And I was like, that in itself is a victory. (laughs) And no one's trying to beat the shit out of each other. I was like, yeah, that's how, you know, everybody is so numb and they're like, Oh my God, like, this is fantastic. Like, like everybody leave me alone. (laughs) Let me just have this moment to myself. But yeah, I went to the bar afterwards. (laughs) And I went to work the next day. It's probably why I was sick. (laughs) 
call it Lenny's flu game, but I, I didn't go to the parade. No, I wish that I did. I hope they have another one in my lifetime, but who knows when they have pitchers batting better than them this season. Um, but they got the, the first ever gold glove team award last year. So, I mean, <laughs> that banner's coming. <laughs> Winning trophy didn't exist just so they make, can make us feel better. Like these cups right. kill themselves. Yeah. We don't come up with something like a uh, gold glove for the whole team. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, as a Colts fan, you do not want to be that team that hangs banners for useless things. Because you just get I thought they now. already retired Carson Wentz's jersey. <laughs> Carson uh, Wentz was one of Philip Rivers' lost kids. Because he's got like 11 of them. He's got nine. He's got nine, all right? Between him and his wife, they can field an offense. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know how big those kids are, but they're probably all kickers. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so explain to me, like, I don't really, I just really got into football based on fantasy football. Yeah. Like if the Bears lost, I'd be like, oh, that sucks. And then like, I'd move on. Whereas when the Cubs lose, I like lose my mind. And my dad was the same way. He was never a a Bears fan. He was actually a Baltimore Colts fan. And I don't like when people are like in Chicago and they're like, oh, I've been a Packer fan all my life. And it's like, why? Like, why are you a Green Bay Packer fan? So explain to me how you're an Indianapolis Colts fan. Um, Multiple reasons. Uh, One being my grandpa was a big Archie Manning fan. And uh, when... He had one good kid, I think. What's that? That guy had one good kid? Uh, Well, you know, Cooper was the best out of all of them. (laughs) Cooper didn't even need to show up. He's like, you know what? You guys can embarrass yourselves on TV. The greatest man. Cooper embarrasses himself on TV. He's on the Fox uh, NFL countdown like morning show. It's brutal. So awkward. Yeah. But uh, so my grandpa was a big Archie Manning fan. And, you know, so I'm like, ah, well, if my grandpa liked his dad, like maybe I'll like his son. You know, I started watching him. And uh, then Indianapolis being as close to Chicago as it is, they, they were, their games were aired on CBS right around the same time that the bears were really bad. So I would see a lot of Colts games being played. Because the bears are pretty bad. <laughs> and uh, so I kind of put my foot down like, all right, yeah, I'm a Peyton Manning fan. I'm a Colts fan. Then start playing, you know, video games, you know, Madden 01 or whatever. And I would always choose the Colts and got to know all the players on the team from video games. Uh then asked uh, for my grandma for uh, Christmas to for tickets to a Colts game. And she's like, well, you know, if they ever play, you know, like, yeah, sure. Like, we'll play. Like, we'll go. So they ended up playing the team that my grandma that my grandma was going to take us to and went to that game. And the joke was for the longest time was if the Bears and Colts played each other in the Super Bowl, who would I root for? And I stood by that statement for years saying, I'm going to be the Colts. I'm going to be cheering for the Colts. Yeah. Sure enough, 2007, February 2007. Yeah. So it was a 26th or yeah, 2006 season, but 2007 was the Super Bowl. Uh, Bears playing the Colts in Miami. Mm -hmm. And I'm at my family Super Bowl party. And I'm the only one in the Colts jersey. (laughs) Yep. I remember. uh, So 
for those of you who don't know all the all the millions of listeners i went to a, a catholic school so we had like dress down days where you know you can like wear like street clothes and we had to dress down day the week like the friday before the super bowl at school and i was the only asshole wearing a paid manning jersey uh throughout the entire school of twelve thousand boys so yeah yeah the only person and uh about 10 uh yeah about eight years later i run into someone who i went to high school with and Hey man, how you doing? He goes, Hey Kev, hey, I gotta ask first thing, are you still a Colts fan? <laughs> <laughs> it's the one thing that he remembered of me from high school was that I wore a Peyton Manning jersey uh right before the Super Bowl. So very proud to say that I still am a Colts fan. Yeah. And uh, it's not a bad drive. I, I've gone to more Colts games than I have Bears games. So yeah, I mean, like, like I said, my dad was a Baltimore Colts fan, and then he's like, and then that asshole moved the team in the middle of the night, and then I stopped being a fan. So, I mean, if he never because of, because of Johnny Unitas, like how did he become? Is he from Baltimore or something? Like how is? No, so I, I think he was just like I think my grandpa was like he wasn't a Bears fan and he didn't like that. Like people were Packers fans and shit like that. So he like when football kind of came around, he was like, oh, like you know, he was a fan of somebody from from Baltimore, and then he passed it down to my dad. Um, but the next time I have him on, I'll. He can probably explain it, you know, better than I could. I just know that he's always told me he was a Colts fan and then Unitas moved him in the middle of the night or whatever. And then he's like, and then Unitas yeah. was a quarterback guy. What? Unitas was the quarterback. Johnny Unitas, you ever hear of him? Uh no. I don't that is is that Joe Montana? Is that the same? Is that the yeah. same guy? Yeah, same guy. Same guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm what I mean. Uh, uh. It's it's not it's not a bad drive uh, down to the games. The state the new stadium is awesome. I went to one game at the old RCA Dome. That was I think we had the worst seats in the entire stadium, but I didn't even care because just joy smiling ear to ear. So yeah, I mean my grandma has like season tickets to like Notre Dame Fighting Irish, so our whole family likes Notre Dame. And I mean I never really had a a, a preference for it, but she had season tickets, and you know we'd go a couple times a, a year and you know I, I don't think people anticipate how expensive college like football games are like the Notre Dame like tickets like for a game is like 300 400 dollars and then another 100 dollars to park I mean it's you have to really be like loyal to this team in order to like go see them yeah but I don't know people usually have very strong feelings towards Notre Dame either they like it or they think Notre Dame it sucks and whatever else and you that's me you seem like yeah but what that surprises me because you're a Colts fan. So I figured they're also in Indiana. So so here, here's my theory on it. The people who like Notre Dame because they're the fighting Irish and these people are Irish. Yeah. It would, if the team was filled with nothing but redheads with drinking problems and beer bellies, I can promise you that would be my favorite football team of all time. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, just because the mascot is the fighting Irish, like, that's why these people like it. That's something that never, that I never got. Yeah. Like I said, people usually have, you know. I know, I know, I know it's strong opinion like, either way. I know it's close, but so is Northwestern. That's true. I mean, sorry, are you saying you're a Northwestern fan? I would much rather go to Evanston for a game <laughs> than South Bend. Yeah. No, I lie. I lie. I, I want to go to a game at South Bend really bad. 
the South Bend Cubs are in South Bend. Thank you very much. <laughs> there's a place on the way. If you're driving from Chicago to South Bend, there's a taco and taxes place. So you get tacos while they do your taxes. <laughs> I don't know which one is worse. Are the taxes going to be absolutely terrible and screwed up? Or are the tacos and the tacos are amazing or the tacos are terrible, but like is, the taxes are perfect? Is it an accountant with a passion for cooking? Right. Or is it a cook who's just decent with numbers? Right. It's, it's literally tacos and then ampersand taxes. <laughs> tacos and taxes. I'll have and to keep my eye out. Except in the window says, we do your taxes while you eat tacos. <laughs> <laughs> We should have stopped and went, but we went, you know, in July. So, unfortunately, not tax season. Not so, tax season. Yeah, so darn. You got to call for, you got to make a reservation, uh, you know, come uh, come March for that stuff. So, yeah, I mean, the shack is literally like crooked. Like, oh, no, tax season two days. Yeah, it's like a, a couple, I'll, like, good strong winds probably knock that place right off the ground. Is tax day the same day as uh, Jackie Robinson Day? Um. Tax day is April 15th. I think um, that's Jackie Robinson Day, isn't it? Um, I can check right now. I know they moved tax day this year to give all the bums more time to file their stupid taxes. So you've been sitting at home doing nothing. Just do your damn taxes. <laughs> but let's see. Jackie Robinson Day is April 15th. There you go. Eh? Big brain on Kev over here. Look at you go. Absolutely killing the game. And let's so I, I do, I do want to say, even though you did tell me ahead of time what the trivia was going to be based off of, mm-hmm. I did not look anything up. <laughs> I did not I did not Google anything. So when I get a perfect score, I just know that I'm a genius. But also, if I, if I do really bad... <laughs> know that um i didn't look anything up yeah because there was no prep yeah well peter yesterday i was like oh like we'll do like blackhawks trivia and then i picked the 2015 stanley cup and then as we're talking i was like oh no like peter wasn't around for (laughs) for for this stanley cup team i was like i picked 2015 because i was like oh it's the most recent one it's probably you know the most recent one in your memory and i'm remembering that you know I say fat camp, but he was in the military, but he doesn't like when people bring up that he was in the military. So his wife texted me and was like, why did you say fat camp? It makes it sound like he went to prison. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he doesn't like when I say military. So for anybody who's listening, it was like, I don't remember Peter being that fat. He was, he was in the military. (laughs) I have to say that fat. Like, isn't he like very athletic? Like, yeah. In pretty good, like very good shape. Like, Yeah. That's why I was like, oh, I'll just say fat camp because it's funny because this kid's never been <laughs> his entire life. And she's like, he made it sound like he went to prison. And I was like, well, he, he doesn't like when people say military. So you, you can't make that joke about me and Billy because people be like, oh, wow, they went to fat camp, huh? It, it's nice that you guys are actually taking your health seriously. Yeah, but I, I completely shafted him because I was like, oh, we'll do 2015 Stanley Cup trivia. And he's like, oh, well, uh-huh. I was at boot camp. <laughs> How do you do? Um, so he got, I think he got like eight out of 10, right? I think. I mean, I say like, oh, like play for a t-shirt, but I mean, there's a good chance that you guys were just getting t-shirts anyways. And on the deep cut, the, um, 
the episode that's on the cutting room floor, we did March Madness trivia and you won a t-shirt. So I can't really offer you a t-shirt now because you're going to get a t-shirt anyways. Believe say four, four, five. You want to do, yeah, go ahead. Five, two, two. I won that one. Mm-hmm. There was one question that none of us got. Correct. Look at you remembering an episode that doesn't exist. <laughs> but you, so you already technically have a t-shirt whenever those get printed. Um, but I was going to say I can offer you cash. If you, you want know, like, cash. You can, you can keep the cash. Uh, just uh, make sure that the shirt comes soon, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be wearing the shirt in six months and be like, oh, shit, I forgot about this thing. <laughs> I bet you you'll remember that you won five two two. I never, I never forget a, a victory. Come on, yeah. So we'll do. It'll be Super Bowl XLI trivia. So you already mentioned that you know the last time that the Bears were good just happened to be the last time that the Colts were good, and they unfortunately had to play each other. Sure, the Colts were in another Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know, man. That doesn't sound right. Did they win? They lost to the Saints. <laughs> But it was Drew Brees, though. So, like, you can't be that upset with it. It's Drew Brees' only Super Bowl win. He was coached by Kevin James. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I saw that and I thought it was a joke. <laughs> yeah. So, for those who don't know, Sean Payton, the coach of the New Orleans Saints, he's being played by Kevin James in a movie. <laughs> Alumni of? Eastern Illinois University. <laughs> yeah, 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 you. Good old Eastern Illinois University. Somebody posted something about, about Chubby Six the other day, and I was like, God, I, I, I'd go back. I'm an honorary uh, EIU alumni, so I, I went, I, I party there enough. I mean, if they gave me a degree, I'm pretty sure you, if you just walked in and were like, hey, like I went here, and they're like, yeah, whatever, here, like <laughs> they sign it over and just get out. So I'm pretty sure they were just giving it out that year. So you should have just came by the office and. They might have just handed it to you. What's your name? Uh, you're not. You're not. You're not listed. Yeah, whatever. <clears throat> Super Bowl XLI. The Indianapolis Colts play the Chicago Bears in Super Bowl XLI. What number is XLI? Forty-one. Oh, look at you. See, I didn't I'm, do I'm, research. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna try not to do what Matt did and start answer and start answering questions ahead of time. Because you're like, oh, well, that was my next question. So, because <laughs> yeah. when you said XLI before, I'm like, Super Bowl 41. I'm like, just sit on that one, Kev. <laughs> when I text you that we, that we were going to be doing, like, you know, this specific Super Bowl trivia, I was hoping you were going to be like, okay, so Super Bowl 41, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll look it up. And be like, oh, well, now I only have nine questions. <laughs> you're like, you know, just stop, just stop answering my text. <laughs> uh, the opening kickoff was returned by which Chicago Bear? Devin Hester. And then they changed the rule because that man was unfair. <laughs> Literally, like, you're not wrong. No, like, the whole, like, yeah, the whole sport was like, uh, you know what? Change the kickoff, like, have it be, like, you know, push it up five yards and then have it be at the 25 instead of the 20. Like, yeah, literally change the rule because that guy, like, deserves to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't even know when he's eligible, if he is eligible. No, he played, like, recently, too, for, like, the felt for the falcons so he's atlanta he played a random like um year or two for atlanta yeah. he's he's got a couple more years still he's eligible i think yeah but i mean 
should be a first ballot Hall of Famer because he literally changed the game. Yeah. I will tell you. So Devin Hester returned the opening kickoff. I think it was in like 14 seconds or something like that. How many yards was that return? Mm. So it wasn't, uh, uh, what you call it, an NFL record. I know that. Benetieri kicked it off. I don't think the I don't think he hit the ends. I don't. I'm gonna say 96. I don't think it was from. I, that's a sh- total guess. 96 because I I don't think it reached the end zone. 92. 92. Okay. All right. All right. If you would have said just oh, obviously 92, I would have. <laughs> been like you know what, you already put on record that you didn't research. <laughs> So let's see here. Who was the lead rusher for the Indianapolis Colts? Edron James. Is that your final answer? Yes. No. Dominic Rhodes? Um, That's a 113 yards. How much? 113. Damn, really? And Peyton won MVP? I'm sorry. Okay, I don't know if that was a question. <laughs> so, question six. Who <laughs> was the Super Bowl MVP? <laughs> uh, Dominic Rhodes. <laughs> and that was going to be my favorite question I was going to ask you. <laughs> I literally wrote, I was going to ask this question, but I think I would rather sing it. And I was going to do it to the jingle of Nationwide. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the Super Bowl MVP? <laughs> Chicken parm, you taste so good. That's the Colts led 16-14 at halftime. Who was the halftime performer? Prince. It was Prince. The land of 10,000 lakes. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you should purify yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. (laughs) I don't know if Prince was a symbol at that point. I know he he changed his name to a symbol at one point. I think he was just his, his stage was the Prince symbol. Was it? Yeah. And uh, it rained. It was like a really bad weather that game. Uh, I don't know. If this question. Yeah. But um, when like he went to go take the stage, someone's like, hey, like, just so you know, it's raining. And he turns and looks at him and goes, make it rain harder and then takes the stage. So Prince <laughs> fucking badass. Yeah. He probably said something like, thank you, baby. And just walked away. <laughs> so Peyton won MVP. Who was the Bears quarterback that sadly did not win MVP? <laughs> Rex is our quarterback. Rex, sexy Rex Grossman. <laughs> Should have been Kyle Orton. I think it would have been a bit closer game. You know, that's my that's my hot take. You were rooting for the other team. What do you know? That time it would have been a closer game. I was glad, I was glad Rex was in there. Yeah, they they were winning at, at, at one point, not because of Rex, because of Devin Hester. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Rex Westman had two interceptions. But so you've already said his name because you're a bastard. What Indianapolis Colts kicker won his fourth Super Bowl that fateful day in Miami? Adam Vinatieri. Correct. And the Colts had two Hall of Famers play in Super Bowl 41. Who are those two Hall of Famers? Peyton Manning. Correct. 
Edron James is in the Hall of Fame. Um, but was he in that game if he wasn't the leading rusher? Marvin Harrison? Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison. <laughs> All right. Did Edron James not play in that game? Like, I don't think so. Was he not on that team? Is he hurt? I don't know. Yeah, you know more than I would. <laughs> and then lastly, coincidentally, the last year the Colts won the Super Bowl was also in Miami. What year was that? Last year the Colts won the Super Bowl before that? Yeah, so it was 2006, and then what was the last year they won the Super Bowl? Mm. Is this the Baltimore Colts? Could be. Yeah. Well, All right. Uh, uh, that would have been Unitas, like, I don't know, Super Bowl six. So, I don't know, 71. You're going to be fairly upset. It was 1970. <laughs> oh, damn it. But one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight questions. Okay. You missed 1970 and Dominic Rhodes. Oh, wait, no. I, I missed three. And the 92-yard return by Hester. Oh, yeah, 92, yeah. Hey, that's honesty right there, okay? That'll get you another T-shirt. <laughs> Andy McDermott wants T-shirts printed in purple. <laughs> He's like, just make them purple. And I'm like, no, they're blue. He's like, all right, coward. <laughs> like, all right. like the letters are orange. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> Make it purple, you coward. Danny McDermott is also a skinny bitch. So if you're listening, Danny, he's a skinny bitch too. <laughs> I say skinny bitch because uh, Casey didn't go to fat camp, but he is a skinny bitch now. <laughs> me, me. Oh, yeah. I think you're a skinny bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. You want me to just keep saying it? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I needed to hear that today. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. If I came to this podcast and I leave with one thing, it's it, it's your generosity. Thank you very much. Hold on. I'm going to check. How have – is the Sox score still 0-0? Zero, zero? Like, I'm not watching it. I'm, I normally get updates on my phone, but um, – That could either be a good thing or a bad thing. Let's see. Do you get it from Bleacher Report or ESPN? Uh, MLB.tv. No free ads. Bleep that out. Bleep that out. <laughs> ah, tasteless water. Nothing tastes better than getting not getting sued. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's zero, 0 on the bottom of the sixth. Sheesh. Good, good game to bet the under. Yeah, so you might have enough time to actually watch, you know, some type of offense. Hopefully. Cubs are losing two to one. I'm shocked. <laughs> and they'll probably lose this game with only one run. But they didn't score it on a home run, which is usually how they score most of their uh, runs nowadays. It's uh, the White Sox mantra. Just or if you get on base, we're not going to score you in unless we hit it over the fence. Yeah. I mean, and it sounds so like fickle to be like oh they're only scoring runs on home runs it's like yeah it's nice that they're hitting home runs but you know it'd be nice if they played like fundamental baseball for once in their freaking life like the 2016 team was supposed to be you know i never said it but others have said that it was supposed to be a dynasty 
I like, may have said that earlier in this podcast. <laughs> right. But I want to, I want to make it clear that I never said it. So it never comes back on me. <laughs> <laughs> that that was looking more like an anomaly than it was like a trendsetter. Like, Oh, yeah. 16 setting up 17 it was like, no, 2016 was a flash in the pan. And now they're, it's all the same guys. And for some reason they don't know how to play baseball anymore. I digress. Chicago sports will just be terrible probably for the rest of our lives. I wish I re- remembered more than 90s Bulls. The last dance documentary did a really good job at uh, refreshing some memories I forgot uh, that I had. So, Yeah, I mean, the, the best thing that ever happened out of this stupid pandemic was that they bumped up the release of The Last Dance. <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah. Sounds good to me. You get to see Jordan talk about, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, like that series was easy. And then you show him getting like elbowed and like punched in the face. And he's like, yeah, we had their number. And it's like, this man just punched you in the face. He's like, no, (laughs) we had him the entire time. Do you want to get to, do you want to make some bets? Because me and you are degenerate gamblers. Of course. So I will tell you. Let's see. We'll do the White Sox one first as a, as a courtesy. So right now, Mercedes has the most or most hits. It's 16 hits. Do you think that that's going to hold up? Who do you think is going to finish the season with the most hits? Uh, Tim Anderson. You think it's still going to be Anderson? Yeah. So Mercedes has 16, second is Luis, has 10, and then Jose Abreu has eight. You're saying Tim Anderson? Yeah. I mean, Tim Anderson played what, two games? Of course, he's not going to be on that leader, but he's back Thursday. Okay. Yeah, Tim Anderson. Anderson, He has three hits. When he plays, he's hot. Yeah, I mean, and who knows if Mercedes will even be in the lineup in a month. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, Tim Anderson is probably a, a good guess. I don't know if he's ever won a World Series, but, you know, it's whatever. <laughs> For counting participation trophies, I guess he has like a silver slugger or something like that. We got two silver sluggers on the team. Oh, he gets to probably, what, catch that in for like a stuffed animal or something? <laughs> Or is he one away from like a <laughs> this coming from the guy who just got, who was just bragging about a team gold glove? <laughs> <laughs> gold is better than silver. You can fact check. Thank you very much. Um, I think let's see which stupid cub has the most hits. Baez and Bryant are tied with nine. Mm. Woof. Yeah, w- w- woof is correct. <laughs> Yeah, that's the eleventh question in our in our trivia. How how terrible can this team get where Baez is leading the team in hits? And he's also leading the team in strikeouts with seventeen. Uh, is Wilson Contreras going to lead the league in hit by pitches? Um, he has what three or four already. I mean, that's another one of those weird things. Like, I understand, like, you're getting frustrated you were hit by pitch or whatever, but he got hit on the elbow, and his elbow has a pad on it. And I'm well, like, uh, the night before, he got hit in the dome. Yeah, he got hit in the head, and then he walked to first, and then 
Uh, he got hit the next day in the elbow, and then he got mad, which rightfully so. I mean, nobody likes getting hit. But then people on Twitter were like, oh, he, he's so soft. He got hit in the elbow pad. It's like, did you miss the heater to the head the day before <laughs> where he walked it off? And I was like, I, I understand if you're using the isolated incident of him getting hit in the elbow and his elbow had a pad on it. Fine. Yeah. You say, you know, you, you freaked out about that, you know, you're soft. But more, more, more to the story that the video doesn't show. Right. Well, he also, I think, tried to get hit by a pitch earlier in the game. <laughs> so hey, they were free- also losing and he was trying to get on base. So, I mean, I can't really fault him for that. Um, I, so, wait, did you place a bet for uh, who's going to lead the Sox in hits? Because, I mean, I'll. I'll take I'll take Bryant leading in hits on a contract year. Yeah, I mean I, I was gonna say Bryant for the Cubs, and I was gonna say uh, probably Jose. At some point, he's probably gonna turn it back on. I mean, I mean, turn it back on is a relative term. I mean, he's yeah. he's batting two hundred and he's got nine RBIs and eight hits. So I mean, if he was on the Cubs, he'd be they'd probably be making a statue of him right now. So. Turning on is very is used very loosely because I don't know if that man is ever off. So, and we already said Adam Eaton leads the team in home runs. I can't possibly see that holding up, and if it does, then that man should just be crowned MVP right now. Um, I'm going to go with Robert Luis Robert in home runs. Let's see, he has. Got one home run, which I mean, it's only two less than Eaton. Once so. the warm weather comes around, the the, the Cuban blood is gonna start uh, <laughs> pumping a little smoother, and it's gonna feel like home. And uh, he's yeah, gonna but, be. Yeah, when, when Jorge Soler was wearing his like ski mask, <laughs> I, I hate this cold weather. And then he goes to Kansas City. And I'm like, all right, it's not. I mean, it might be a little bit better, but. I can't imagine Kansas City's nightlife is uh is lighting it up, but never been there, so can't speak for any of my Kansas City fans. Love <laughs> that barbecue. Um, yeah. So you're saying Robert in home runs. Um yeah, I mean I don't want to just keep agreeing with you. I mean, Tim Anderson actually could, you know, end up hitting three home runs by the time, you know, this time next week if he's back Thursday. Yeah. So, um, but I'm not going to root for Tim Anderson in anything he does. So, his Twitter game is trash. And <laughs> he A7, it's like, we get it. What are you, a teacher's assistant? Cool. <laughs> Should I, should I do a deep cut? Is it going to be Billy Hamilton? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Inside the park home runs count. Thank you very much. Um, I'll say also Abreu. Abreu? Safe bet. Safe bet. I figured you would go Abreu, so that's why I went uh, Lu- Luis. Putting a lot of stock in Jose Abreu. And you got him in all of your fantasy teams I take it to? I do. Like yeah. everybody's like, you you picked Abreu over Rizzo, and I said if I was gonna ride or die with somebody, it would be Rizzo. If I'm looking for cash money and in a points league, 
I'm picking Jose Abreu. I'm stupid, but I'm not an idiot. No, let's see. I would assume that the White Sox are going to win more games than the Cubs. I mean, they're currently, you know, five and five, and the Cubs are four and six, but I, I can see the White Sox turning it on, and Cubs don't look like they're going to turn it on. I'm going to say the Sox have more wins. That seems pretty safe. That's where I'm leaning to. <laughs> yeah. Um, strikeouts. I think Giolito leads the team. Let me check that. Yes. Uh, also, yeah. So. Well, Lucas Giolito has 18. Lance Lynn has 17. And then the other three starters are tied with nine. This might actually be a decent, decent one to uh, to talk about. I mean, Giolito is probably the obvious answer. I got to ride or die with Giolito. I mean, the guy's been on the team for so long. I can't pick Lance Lynn. At <laughs> Lance Lynn was tuning into the podcast and was like, yeah, I got to believe her. And then you just turned on him. <laughs> oh, no, trust me. I love Lance Lynn. He looks like he looks like every dude on Western Avenue. Like, like I, think, I think I've drank with him before. Like, Probably. Just a big overweight dude with a beard. Like, is that, is that Tommy? <laughs> not to be confused with Bartolo Colon, who I drank with. That's not true. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> that would be the first thing I tell anybody new that I met. Uh, you know, I drank with Big Sexy. Yeah, that's like <laughs> Bartolo Colon. Well, I told you I got Frank Thomas drunk, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's my little claim to fame. Were you drinking Big Hurt beer? I was not. Even he wasn't drinking that. <laughs> Yeah, he's dumb. He's an idiot. <laughs> I mean, I, I've i drank with Fergie Jenkins before. I bought him a shot, and he looked at me and goes, I don't drink shots. And I go, I'll take both of them, Fergie. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I don't drink shots either, <laughs> but I'm being polite, so thanks. <laughs> My sister was pregnant, and he, like, signed her, like, her T-shirt because she had a shirt that said, like, future Cub fan in here or something like that, and he, like, signed it. And then he wouldn't take my shot. You know what? Going on record, Fergie Jenkins is a jerk. No. <laughs> Fergie Jenkins has a good Twitter game. <laughs> I think he's a listener. Well, we just lost one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Fergie. And the rest of the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, I mean, Giolito sounds like a safe bet. Who's going to lead the team in... Strikeouts for the dumb cups. Um, Hendricks and Adbert have both 10. Uh, Hendricks, I mean, none of these guys are strikeout pitchers. So this could end up being, well, Craig Kimbrell also has nine and he's the closer. <laughs> yeah, but how many save opportunities are is he going to be coming in for? That's very true. He's in four games and he has two saves. Yeah. So, I mean, not a lot of save opportunities when you're losing. Uh, give me Arietta. St. Jake the Snake. Seems yeah, like a, sure. it's a pretty good, pretty good guess. He's still got it. Yeah. At least in our jersey. I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go. Man. Like looking at this on paper, these guys are all terrible. <laughs> 
Um, let's go Hendricks. You know what? Not a strikeout pitcher, but it, give it to the A. Yeah, he's like a Greg Maddox. Greg Maddox didn't have a lot of strikeouts. He could, he could, like he could, Greg Maddox, do not take that back right now. <laughs> Greg Maddox said Kyle Hendricks was like him. <laughs> and I would uh, take the word over a baseball hero rather than somebody who didn't even drink Big Hurt beer with the guy who owned the company. <laughs> didn't that beer go under? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The entire brewery went under. It used to be on uh, Cermak and like, uh, like Harlem, I think. And uh, yeah, it closed down. Justifiably so, it sounds like. It sounds yeah. like if if uh, if he's not even drinking it, I don't know how you're going to treat. Try to get others to buy it. It's not blown a beef. It, it doesn't sell itself. <laughs> I will go on record and say they picked Frank Thomas for that commercial because at the time he was the only White Sox that spoke English. So it's pretty wrong. (laughs) They picked Anthony Rizzo because he's so handsome. Let's see. Who do you think is going to have the most wins on the, on the White Sox? Like which pitcher? Lance Lynn. I'm, get, I'm bringing him back. <laughs> he already turned the podcast off. You, you, you don't have to. Let's see. Lance Lynn has won. Gilito has won. Carlos Rodon has won. Saying Lance Lynn. Yeah. You just hope he hears and you want to drink with him. Yeah, I do. I, I very much do. <laughs> I'd probably drink with Lance Lynn. I probably wouldn't recognize him. I, I think he was just any other guy. Like, do you know who that was? And they go, no. Like, that was Lance Lynn. I go, from the Texas Rangers? <laughs> Isn't he on the Cardinals, too? I think so. Yeah. yeah, he was... yeah. But the Cardinals are terrible. So, Who's going to lead this stupid team and wins? Dear God. Um, Arietta has two wins. Well, it's looking like it's Jake Arietta. <laughs> Give me Hendrix on that one. We flipped it. Yep. Should have picked Hendrix. I feel like a jerk. Yeah. Not picking him. But... Who'd you take for wins? For the Sox? Oh, for the for wins. Um, I'll take Giolito. I'm going with the. The favorites. I don't want to go too outlandish and, you know, sounds stupid. I don't want to do like a, you know, deep cut and be like, oh, it's obviously, uh, you know, Matt Foster. <laughs> yeah, someone coming out of the pen. <laughs> yeah. Kid's got a lot of heart. <laughs> really feeling it this year. He loves Kopech. coming into situation yeah. and having the offense bail him out. Yeah. Kopech also has one win. So, yeah. I mean, if they eventually well, put him in the Rotation. Was that last night? Did Copic get the win? Um, no. Last n- night. No. What inning did they win in him? Was it the ninth? In the ninth, yeah. yeah. Let's see here. So we did home runs. We did strikeouts. We did wins. Um, RBIs. Did we do RBIs? I don't think so. We did not. Because that will be a break. Jose. 
Yeah, so Adam Eaton has 10 RBIs. Jose has nine. I'll go. I don't like it, but I'll but I'll do it. Tim I'll, Anderson. Tim Anderson. <laughs> Tim A. <laughs> I'll go RBI. And you're saying Abreu? Yeah. So I need to somehow have, well, you know what? have the most home runs, but the least amount of RBI. <laughs> And then on the Cubs, I'm pretty sure Baez leads the team. Let's well, see. You know, I'll, I'll pay the favor. I'll repay the favor, and I'll go Baez. We'll lead the team in home runs. So Baez has double the amount of RBIs as everybody else, and he has eight. <laughs> so. No one – he leads the team in RBIs with eight? Yeah. And no one else has. So Jock Peterson has four. Chris Bryant has four. Oof. Hayward's got one. Ian Happ has one. Bodie's got two. Rizzo's got two. Wilson okay. has three. You don't need to count those consolation prizes right there. Just yeah. Um. Man, eight eight compared to everybody else is a lot. But let me go. Let me go, Rizzo. The contract year. At some point, I they'll have to light the lamp. At some point, I don't know if light the lamp has ever been used in another sport besides hockey, but I'll do it. It's my damn podcast. I don't give a shit. I'll do whatever the hell I want. Maybe at some point we'll figure out how much money we're putting on all this crap. Figure it out. Yeah, I mean, I'll wait for some of these to start looking a little bit better, and then I'll be like, like "Hey, so five hundred bucks on it, right?" <laughs> just be like, "So we were just joking on that podcast, right?" <laughs> like we weren't talking actual dollars, right? But uh, yeah, I, I feel good about it. I mean, teams are almost on paper. You know, the records are almost the same, but I think the team's probably going to go in different directions. But Cubs get, I think, the Braves next. Uh, do you know who the White Sox are are currently playing? Uh, right now they got the Indians, and then they got uh, Boston is the next series. I think Boston's leading the AL East. Yeah, after getting swept at home by the Orioles. That's true. I think there was a four-game series as well. No, yeah. it was just – It was three? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Boston's one of those teams that, you know, is either going to be great by October or they're going to be absolutely nothing. Yeah. But uh, must be a Sox thing. I don't know. <laughs> Teams that are just irrelevant by October. Eh? <laughs> I have a wedding in September, so I'm hoping there's no playoffs. <laughs> I don't want to cancel the wedding and for them to lose uh, two, three games to the Miami Marlins again. Oof. Marlins have their number. I was rooting for them. They were the only team in, in Major League Baseball at the time that their only postseason appearance was when they won a World Series. Yeah. But when they beat us, I was thinking, just run the table. I mean, it's a better <laughs> story. But, alas, it was the Disney World Championship of the L.A. Dodgers, just like the Lakers. But, uh, yeah, any uh, closing thoughts? Are we, are we doing Springer's final thoughts right now? Yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, looking forward to a good season. 
Uh, glad to have baseball back. Um, we will be doing the 999 challenge again <laughs> at some point. Hopefully, we can do it at a game. Yeah, really well, on on dollar hot dog night because of course, of course, <laughs> trying to drop five hundred dollars and throw up. If if not, if not, there's a Windy City Thunderbolts game that uh, I'm sure we'll that we'll go to and we'll get dollar twenty five beers and dollar twenty five hot dogs there. So that sounds like the move. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the nine and nine challenge is a good way to wreck your stomach. <laughs> but you you eat nine hot dogs and drink nine beers in nine innings. So we did a very abbreviated version where we drank beers at home and you're supposed to drink a beer and eat a hot dog every inning. But because we were already doing the abridged version, um, I ate almost all the hot dogs at once and then I drank the beers. Um, that method ended up working out. I got um, pretty good at it. I drank 11 beers and ate 11 hot dogs and then I felt like crap for the next couple of days. Uh, nobody else was able to do it, I believe. Bullshit. Casey threw up in a bush, so it was qualified. <laughs> I did it though. I got the nine beers on. I got the nine hot dogs. Uh, Jay did it, and uh, I think. Oh, yeah. No, I forgot Jay did it. But we don't count Jay. Broach did it too. Um, well, he <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did nine. <laughs> Billy was just trying to trade out beers for hot dogs. Yeah. I drink. If I drink fifteen beers, can I just have five four? Bro. <laughs> he was trying to do brats and i was like that's worse he's like yeah but instead of nine hot dogs i'll do like five brats and i'm like no that doesn't work billy didn't come close and then he got mad and he started just drinking his beer just regularly he was like well you guys are gonna ruin my night so i'm just gonna drink my beer <laughs> and you guys can get sick but uh it was a fun night and i look forward to doing something like that again so yeah, we'll definitely do. I mean, hopefully at a at a ballpark. Shout but. Katie Nolan, I know she's a listener. <laughs> you at Lenny's wedding? Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, we've spoken about it a couple of times. Where I like tweet you a picture, and I was like, oh, she liked my tweet again. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know when I should tell Lizzie that it's over. But but yeah, so she'll eventually uh, be invited to the wedding, and I hope that she isn't frustrated that we have competing. Uh, you know, award-winning sports podcasts. But um, I'm trying to stick to just Chicago sports. She's from Boston. So hopefully, you know, she, she stays in her territory and I won't, you know, encroach her space and I'll stay in mine and, you know, we'll come to some type of working agreement. I, th I think that sounds fair. But uh, yeah, so that's all we got for episode six. I'd like to thank our guest, Keishi, never calling you Kevin again. Thank uh, you. Follow our official Instagram account, which is just made today. Thank you, Alice. It's Trivial Arguments, all one word. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. It's Lendog, and it's D-A-W-G, because it's cool like that, Lendog92. Or you can follow me on Twitter. I don't really post very much, but I will because I have an award-winning podcast now. Uh, the Twitter is just my name, Lenny Arquilla, A-R-Q-U-I-L-L-A. Uh, Kevin? Well, Plug over here. Uh, you can also follow me at, <laughs> at Kevin Sheeran. Spell like it sound K E V I N S H E E R A N. Uh, Instagram K E123. That's K She with two E's. Uh, I do accept and follow back. Uh, <laughs> all follows. So looking and forward to all the fans. Any type of you know monetary gift. You know, <laughs> if, if you want to. My is open. <laughs> yeah. 
as well as his DMs, everybody. <laughs> I'm Lenny. He's Casey. Almost said Kevin again. That would have been a disaster. Uh, we'll see you guys next time.